lived in a small, quiet house in Poland. One day, they learned their grandparents were coming to live with them. The kids were excited about this, and so were the parents. The parents were kind of worried because the house was quite small. They knew that when the grandparents arrived, the house would become crowded and much noisier. So the farmers went to ask the local rabbi what to do. The rabbi says, let them come. So the grandparents move in. They have a lot of furniture, which goes in the living room where they sleep. And they put their stuff in all the other rooms too. Now it's extra crowded and noisy in the house. So the farmer goes back to the rabbi. I did what you said. Now my in-laws are here and it is really crowded in the house. The rabbi thinks for a moment. He asks, do you have chickens? Of course I have chickens, says the farmer. Bring them into the house, says the rabbi. The farmer is confused, but he knows the rabbi is very wise. So he goes home and brings all the chickens to live inside the house with the family. Certainly no less crowded and noisy. In fact, it is much, much worse. All the clucking and the pecking and the flapping of the wings. The farmer goes back to the rabbi. He says, I did what you said. Now I'm living with my in-laws and the chickens. It is really crowded and noisy in the house. The rabbi thinks for a moment and then he asks, do you have any goats? Of course I have goats, says the farmer. Well then, bring them into the house, says the rabbi. The farmer is still confused, but again, he knows the rabbi is very wise. He goes and brings all the goats in the barn to live inside the house. It's no less crowded and noisy. In fact, it is much, much worse. With the chickens clucking and flapping their wings and the goats buying and butting their heads, all against the walls and one another. The next day, the farmer goes back to the rabbi. I did what you said. Now my in-laws have no place to sleep because the chickens have taken their bed. The goats are sticking their heads into everything and making a lot of noise. The rabbi thinks. He looks very puzzled and then he says, Aha, you must have some sheep. Of course I have sheep, says the farmer. Well, bring them into the house, says the rabbi. The farmer knows the rabbi is very wise, so still confused, he brings the sheep inside. It is no less crowded or noisy. In fact, it is much, much worse. The chickens are clucking and flapping their wings. The goats are baying and butting their heads. The sheeps are too, and one sat on the farmer's glasses and broke them. The house is loud and crazy, and it's starting to smell like a barn. Exasperated at this point, the farmer goes back yet again to the rabbi. I've followed your advice. I have done everything you said. Now my in-laws have no place to sleep because the chickens are laying eggs in their beds. The goats are butting their heads. The sheep are breaking things. The house smells like a barn. The rabbi frowned. He closed his eyes and thought for a long time. And finally he said, This is what you do. Take the sheep 
back to the barn. Take the goats back to the barn. Take the chickens back to their coop. The farmer ran home and did exactly as the rabbi told him. He took the animals out of the house one by one by one. His family began to tidy up their rooms and by the last chicken settled in their coop. The house looked quite nice and it was quite quiet. And the family agreed their home was the most spacious, peaceful, and comfortable home of all. Now, this fable might be familiar to you. Maybe it's the first time you're hearing it. But it does get at this pretty eternal wisdom that in modern parlance we call be grateful or practice gratitude or practice your gratitude meditation and mantras. The thing is, how do we actually do that? What does it mean to actually cultivate and practice gratitude? A really useful, simple tool to have in your back pocket in those moments where things feel stressful and you feel like you're filled to the brim with anxiety or you feel like, eh, things just couldn't get worse. Try this one simple thing. Imagine it, it 10 times worse. Get super specific. What exactly could have gone wrong? What exactly would a worse outcome have looked like? What exactly do you have or is the case where a much worse case could have possibly happened? When you decide and you fill the house with the sheep and the goat and the chicken and you fill it to the brim, you begin to see and create the contrast with what actually is, with what your home is on a baseline, or with what would ever happen to you, or whatever is going on in your life compares to. This is the contrast that creates our experience of life. And this is really what it means for the human experience to be 50-50, that 50% negative, 50% positive. Without the contrast of the two, we don't even know when one exists. If you're looking for real, tangible, practical ways to reduce anxiety and improve your quality of life, I've got you. Head on over to jonathanherzogcoach.com. Book a free one-on-one coaching trial consult today. And if you're enjoying this podcast, rate, subscribe, and review, and share it with a friend. I'll see you soon.